My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas here, back in the building. Be more today show, day number 10 of Project 40 More, or Project 40 Mo. We're back, we're back, we're back in the building. And folks, I got to say, as always, thank you. I know I always say it, and I don't take it for granted. Your dedication, your time, your energy, and your fitness and focus during the challenge, for me, it's appreciated because you have decided that Be More Today is something that you want to be a part of. And this thing came out of nothing. I mean, Be More Today was just a thought. It was a concept. Um, and now it's becoming this thing that has helped to inspire others to take bigger steps to greatness to be the best version of themselves. So thank you for trusting me. Thank you for believing in yourself and thank you for just striving to be more today. We are on our 10th day of Project 40 More and the journey continues as we go through our stages of change based on the trans model of change, but now on the second phase of it. And our quote from today is simple as always. We are now in the self-evaluation section uh, of this challenge and the quote is decisions help us start discipline helps us finish decisions help us start discipline helps us finish we are now talking about not so much pre-contemplation contemplation but now preparation and action and We've been going through self-evaluation and self-appraisal, right? Looking at ourselves and trying to see or reflect on our performance over the period of time we're trying to get things done and be better. And for those who missed yesterday, self-evaluation, again, flows naturally from consciousness raising. We talked about consciousness raising in our first segment. Self-evaluation means taking stock or appraisal of the behavior that needs to be changed. And reveals how your values conflict with the problem behavior. So you may have in your mind 
uh, things you want to get done, right? Ways you want to feel better, ways you want to be more, improvements you want to make to your life health-wise, more sleep, more rest, um, you know, more self-care. We haven't talked about self-care yet, but we're going to get into those things later. Uh, taking care of your body more, ingesting healthier foods, all these things, right? But if your values conflict with that, right? If you say you, if you're thinking you're wanting to do something, but then your values in terms of how you're going to get that done are different, then you're not going to be able to get to that goal. An activity which will help clarify your values or even your why that you want to change is called this decisional balance. Decisional balance takes into consideration the pros and cons of behavior change. So understanding the pros and cons helps one acknowledge that behavior change has good consequences but requires sacrifice. Come on, folks. Behavior change has good consequences but requires sacrifice. How many times have you sat and thought about, oh, man, I'm, I'm thinking about wanting to do this or I'm preparing to do this thing, but I'm recognizing I have to do more than I anticipated. I have to get up earlier. I have to pay some more money. I have to travel a little farther. I have to plan a little more in terms of my grocery list of what I want to buy. I can't eat certain foods anymore. I can't hang out like that anymore. I can't stay up late anymore watching whatever. I have to go to sleep earlier to make sure I can have enough energy for the next day to get this thing done. I have to push a little more and get a little more energy into my workout. I got to do workouts that I don't really like because they're hard, they're challenging, but it's those things I have to do to get better. I can't eat certain foods anymore because of the way that they make my body feel. These are the sacrifices we're talking about. And the sacrifices are the things that become the barriers to us going from the pre-contemplation contemplation to now the preparation action phases. Because you can think about stuff all you want. You can think about it. You can contemplate about it, right? But when it's time to actually make some moves, to take some steps to greatness, to be the best version of ourselves, or to get to that behavior change, that's when you see, okay, well, I don't know if I'm really about that life. I want to lose weight, but I'm not really sure if I want to put in 40 minutes of fitness on five days a week. I'm not sure if I can really do that. Or, you know, I'm not sure if I really want to do that. Because sacrifice is not so much about can. It's, do you want to do that? Are you willing to do that? Because all of us can. Right? There's, there's nothing holding us back. This is a, a, physical, a physical barrier or um, something that's holding you back in terms of you physically cannot do something. But the want or the why is that thing that holds us back from from taking those steps to be better in something or to take those, those steps to be more proficient at doing a thing. And I'm here to tell you that your why, the sacrifice, is real, right? We're running the Chicago Marathon in about nine, nine weeks. And the sacrifice is real, right? I'm trying to run 345, 350, I've done that in 
California a couple years ago, 2019. Had a great race out there. Would have had it last year, but had some issues in terms of cramping and whatnot. I said to myself, although last year was my let me be done, let me be done, let me be done year. I said, no, 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 no. I didn't hit my goal that I wanted to hit again. Because I know I can do it. So I said, let me sacrifice this year to make sure when I go out there, I can hit my 350, I can hit my 355, my 345, wherever it's going to be, and make that my goal. The challenging thing for that is that anyone can say it. You can, you can think it, right? You can contemplate, you can pre-contemplate, right? But the preparing... The action, right? Preparing for that thing. Waking up at 5 in the morning before the heat kicks in. Because it's been hot here in New York. I don't know where you are, but it's been hot. It's been hot and humid. And that by itself makes someone say, you know what? Maybe not today. Maybe I'll just go out there and run tomorrow. It'll be cooler tomorrow. It wasn't cooler. (laughs) It's not going to be cooler. It's going to be more hot. So trying to figure out how to circumvent those thoughts because there are many times when your body's going to say, I don't want to do that, right? I'm not getting paid to do this. There's, there's no money coming in from this. There's no, if I go out for a run the next day, no one's giving me a check for going out there. So if I don't go, there's no consequences. But if I'm talking about the why, right? And I'm talking about why I want to get this thing done and remembering the motivation that got me here in the first place. It's pushing through those things. Say, you know what? I'm going to go out there and do what I can to get this thing done. Because I know in nine weeks, there's a challenge that's going to be before me. If I don't prepare for that thing now, I'm not going to hit my goal later. Self-evaluation is that thing. Trying to figure out where your values lie. And how important these things are for you to push through the, the challenges and the conflicts to get to your desired destination. Now, for some people, what they do is they, and even my book, I, I've done this, right? If you have my book, go out there, be more today. Um, a four-day guide to a better version of you. Again, on Amazon, on our bemoretoday.com page. Get the book if you don't have it already. But for those of you who've already read it or have it already, you already know the pros and cons can be divided up into simple categories. Take a piece of paper. Put a line right down the middle. Label one side pros. Label one side cons. And write down stuff. What will be the consequences of your behavior change for you? Right? What will be the consequences of your behavior change for others? Your family, your friends, your coworkers. What will your reactions be? For your new self. When you see yourself out there. When I see myself in Chicago. And I run that 350. How am I going to feel? What's my first thought? Who am I going to tell first? What's my first response going to be? How happy am I going to be? If the pros of change outweigh the cons. Then you are ready to move. Into the preparation stage. And the action stage. Because this sets the foundation. For Preparation, action, maintenance, right? But if the pros don't outweigh the cons, then you're not ready. You're not ready to push forward. You're not ready to proceed. You're not ready to progress. And it's okay. It's all good. It's all good for us to still have these thoughts of saying, yo, I want to get better. 
I really want to watch my weight. I really want to stop eating this stuff. I want to get more sleep. I want to drink more water. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. It's great to think those things and feel those things. And it's also okay to say, you know what? I'm not ready yet to go to the next phase. I know this whole challenge is based on, yeah, we're going to go from this phase to this phase, and this phase to this phase, and keep moving forward. But in reality, it doesn't always work like that. Some of us are still in the pre-contemplation phase for fitness in general. Some of you are still on the first hour or two of your 40-day fitness journey because you haven't gotten through to yourself or through to your physical being to say, you know what? I got to find time for this thing. It's tough. It's tough. And I and I know that I always push for us to say, yeah, you got this. You got this. You're, you can do it. You can do it. And I truly believe we all can. But I also know that life is life. Life gets in the way. Kids get in the way. Work gets in the way. Stress gets in the way. Fatigue and drama and hardships and heartache and all these things. Fear and anxiety and doubt and depression. All these things get in the way, which makes it hard for us to progress. But... Self-evaluation is that tool that you can still use during this time to figure out, okay, so what is holding me back? What is holding me back from making that decision to press forward? And it could be anything, right? We talk about physical health, we talk about emotional health, spiritual health, right? Our mental health, all these different things and and the barriers that come to that. Maybe it's an addiction for you. Maybe it's an addiction of some sort that is holding you back from pushing forward, that distracts you from getting to a better place. I mean, we talk about fitness and fitness and focus, right? But there's so many other issues that we as humans face when it comes to our health, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, that can hinder our growth in other areas, right? There's there's no harm in recognizing that someone's physical journey may be stifled because they have a spiritual dilemma. And I'm not saying everyone has to be spiritual, but there are definitely benefits to making sure that our health on all levels is in line. What addictions are you trying to work with, right? It could be as simple as a porn addiction. It could be as simple as a reels addiction. It could be as simple as a sugar addiction, All those things can affect us in various ways because it affects our brain. And our whole purpose of this challenge is looking at how the brain responds to hardships, how the brain responds to challenges, how the brain responds to fear, and how the brain responds to us motivating ourselves to push forward to be the best versions of ourselves. Our quote for today is simple, like we talked about. Decisions help us start, but discipline helps us finish. You can decide all you want. You can decide that you want to do this. You want to read my book. You want to get this challenge done. Project 40. Project 40 more. Here we go. Let's get it. Right? That's the start. You setting up for this challenge just to start. You doing your 40 squats and your 40 push-ups and not your 40 plank jacks. You doing intermittent fasting for this week. Those are all the starts. They're starts. They're great. But it's a discipline that helps us to finish this race. It's the discipline that helps us to get through the 40 days. Because anybody can do something for one day. 
10 days, right? We're on day 10 of this challenge. You can do something for 10 days. Not a problem. But think about how you started January. Think of all the hopes and dreams and the goals you had set for yourself in January. Did you hit them? Did you hit them this year? Are they done already? Or are you back in this challenge doing the same things, trying to figure out how I can get these things done? Decisions help us start, but discipline helps us finish. I I charge you to be more disciplined today. I charge you to be more disciplined in how we get this done. And the only person who can really inspire us to do this is us. There is no reason why our decisional balance should be based on what someone else says, thinks, or does. I I get weary when people say, oh, well, if you had done this, then I would have. No, 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 no. This is you, right? Stop blaming your physical, mental, spiritual, emotional journey on someone else. We do it in various ways. Sometimes when we have physical issues, we blame someone else around us. Oh, my spouse, uh, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my mom, my dad, right? We blame our environment around us. Oh, well, if they weren't here, then I would have. No, 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 no. Take responsibility for your physical actions, for your physical health. It's your body. It's you. It's no one else's. No one's paying you to watch over your body. It's your body. Take control of that thing. Emotionally, we as, as humans can emotionally detach and attach ourselves to so many things and people. And we respond by uh, uh, relying on others to make us feel good. Scratch that. Your emotional health should be in your hands. It shouldn't be contingent upon how someone else makes you feel. Control those emotions. Be one with yourself. And let other people come together and help you to be better. Help you to be happier, etc. But don't let your feelings about yourself be contingent upon others. That doesn't make any sense. Spiritually, we rely so much on other people. If you're in a Christian faith, some of us rely so heavily on our pastors or our leaders. But we already know when it comes to spiritual health, whatever you believe, whatever mantra it is, it comes from within first. It has to be in you. If it's not in you, whoever is leading out and wherever you are can't put that in you. It has to be in you first. So recognize that, live that, nourish that, cherish that, so that wherever you go for your spiritual fitness or your spiritual journey, your spiritual filling, all you're going to be doing is bringing whatever you have already to the table. But if you walk into that place empty and the place itself is empty, you will not be filled. It is a serious thing that applies to multiple levels. We're talking about fitness and focus, spiritual, mental, physical, emotional. And I do believe, like I said in the beginning, that decisions help us start. But discipline helps us to finish. Decide what you want to do for your physical health during this re-evaluation period to go from the various phases, pre-contemplation, contemplation, Preparation, action. That's our goal. And as we go into tomorrow, talking about the last segment of this, right, about the maintenance and termination, I want you to write down those goals. Write down the pros and cons of whatever you're trying to get done. 
and see where you're at. See if you're ready to even move forward. See if you're even ready to take these steps to be better. Your evaluation of yourself is going to be the best way to really see if you're ready to push forward or not. So, I charge you folks to decide to be more disciplined in all aspects of your life. And I hope that the charge that we gave today will help you also to stay more fit. We're still doing our squats. We're still doing our push-ups. And we're still doing our plank jacks. 40 of each. Now you have three exercises you're doing every single day. In addition to trying to get your 40 minutes of fitness in. And if you're still doing our fasting, intermittent fasting, continue to do so. Again, our 16 and 8. Or 12 and 12 in terms of on and off eating. Get that thing done so that your body feels better. At least for this week. We're just laying down foundations for a better life. And if you want to continue to do these things after the challenge, then by all means, that's the goal. To lay down a foundation so that it becomes a natural part of you. But we're just trying to spike and charge the system now so that our body sees that there is a change. And I'm proud of you for listening. I'm proud of you for joining. And I'm proud of you for deciding to be more disciplined. That's my charge for today, folks. I hope you take that to the bank. And I hope that you have a great day wherever you are, whether you're on the East Coast, West Coast, uh, North America, South America, wherever you are in the world, Africa, Dubai. Again, we have 62 countries tuning in to the Be More Today show every single day. So I appreciate all of you. And I hope that we all do this together so we can make the world a better place. Have a great day. Have a great night. Have a great life. And continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. I will see you all tomorrow for our third and final section of the self-revaluation period. Keep pushing. Keep striving. Be more today. I'll see you. Peace. Every journey starts with a thought, a vision, fueled by a why. But what's your why? Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent. You already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? See, most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, but aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here, today. Are you finally ready to play? You got to decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. You